This is Ryan Grant, Green Bay Packers, and I'd like to introduce the Packers podcast. I am very excited. I absolutely love the Packers. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> With Packer People 12 and Big B. Big B, nice to meet you, Big B. Social media fans, if they traded up to get Jordan Love. Carry the G. Packers legendary quarterback, Brett Humley. MySpace and the Cheesehead TV common. Okay, that, that's just stupid. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Your names are awesome, so everything else is good to go. But let's, uh, let's have fun talking about Packer stuff. Go Pack, go. Welcome back to another episode of What is Going On, everybody. It's Joey of Underage Packers joining you on this wonderful Monday evening or Victory Monday. Um, I'm always, as always, joined by my co-host Jamal Williams, number one fan, Big B. Yes, sir. Victory Monday. How does it feel? Once again, we're here again. Yeah, it feels great. Get mm-hmm. to getting to rub it in to my Lions friends. That's right. So. You live in the not so great state of Michigan. Um, yep. Get to rub it in all of uh, those folks up there in northern Michigan. I I like to call it Canada, but you know whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're just gonna go quarter by quarter, um, and then talking about each part of the game, and then talking about some players, what we thought, all that great stuff, and the general reaction by. Twitter. Let's start off with the first quarter. Uh, this was was very, very disappointing, underwhelming, and quite frankly, had me worried that the Packers weren't going to win this game. Um, very yeah, if if those if the rest of the quarters carried on like the first quarter, then the Packers would definitely be in trouble. Yeah. Um, so the Lions they started off hot. Their run de- our run defense sucks. I mean, their wide receivers were running all over us. Their run game. Their run, running backs of their trio, Adrian Peterson, Carrion Johnson, who I thought did pretty good, and DeAndre Swift did fantastic against us. Um, not sure if that's because of their great play or because of Mike Pettin's awful play. But either way, someone did good and someone did bad. And on the other side of things, it wasn't looking good either. The offense had a very slow start. You know, there was a lot of drops. Um, and, you know, I, I – Big B, I think you might be able to answer this question for me. Do you think um, possibly dropping balls from Aaron Rodgers is a long-term effect of COVID? Because apparently Jason <laughs> was struggling with that. Yeah. Um, I can't help you. <laughs> Thanks, Winston. Yeah, that bad play. Uh, the tight ends were really struggling. Um, Tynion had a few drops there. Lazard had a few drops there. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. Um, Sternberger had a few drops, obviously. Not a good start for the offense. Was I yeah. saying it right? Yeah, you did. Okay, good. Well, what were your studying. general thoughts heading into the second quarter? How confident were you feeling? Confidence at the start of the game and the confidence after the first quarter. Oh, okay. So my confidence to start was very high. thought we were gonna, about to kick their ass. Uh-huh. Um. By the end of the first quarter, I was depressed. Um, I felt oh. lonely. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I didn't mean for you to give us your mental problems, but uh, <laughs> either way, either way, that works. Yeah, that was bad. Second quarter brings along a lot more uh, energy. Start off with some big plays from MBS. Um, oh, yeah. One down the sideline. I really think. This is what we really wanted from MBS for years now. Ever since we drafted him, it was we want a speed, a fasty, a tall guy. He's having some great plays down the sidelines in these first two weeks. And last year, Rodgers and MBS could never connect. I blame it completely on MBS. And 
I mean, I, I really don't want to play the blame game there because it is Rodgers does value very much trust in his wide receivers. But, yes, alligator arms for MBS. Not, not a good look. But he <laughs> did finally uh, connect last week and had some more big plays in the second quarter and all throughout the game. Uh, you know, you're pretty excited for this one. Jamal Williams getting some more carries. Yes. I, I got to know, and I think the people really want to know, when you see Jamal Williams in the backfield there, are you like – are you just like tingling – uh, and getting very hyped, like you're high on cocaine. Yes. Oh, just Absolutely. just a simple yes. So, so what yes. happens when Jamal is starting to break off? Like I know he had a few there where it's like, okay, he breaks two or one or two of these more tackles, and he could be gone. What What are you thinking? Every time he touches the ball, I think he's going to take it to the end zone, which is probably not a good mindset <laughs> for for Jamal Williams. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have so much confidence in that man, and it, it's, I just get so hyped when I see him in the backfield, see his towel stuffed into whatever it's stuffed in. I'm just like, let's go, give it to me, come on, let's do this, you know? It's very exciting, so, a lot of excitement coming from my house. That, your house so, it's, you can hear it coming from the chimney. Everybody else in the family is asleep. But, you know, yeah. Big B, you, like, you go and watch Jamal Williams highlights at 1 in the morning. And you you yeah. even get hyped just re-watching the game. You're like, oh, my God, he's in the backfield. <laughs> yep. I love it. Uh, to end the second half off, we uh, get a field goal from Mason Cross. But in that off, we had a touchdown from Aaron Jones, as well as a uh, Bob Tanyan touchdown or Robert Tanyan. Um, he had a few drops along that drive, but he did end up getting the touchdown to end it off. Yes. Uh, third quarter. I mean, the, the first play of the third quarter is literally everything I love about football. You got Aaron Jones just coming in here, breaking a few tackles, making the right moves, and all of a sudden he's off. My family's going nuts. We're throwing our hot dogs and brats up in the air. You know? <laughs> it's a great time. Uh, when did you know? Was there? Could you tell, like, right away Aaron was going to break off? Um, probably when I got to the second level. Um, yeah, it was giving me flat flashbacks to that Saints touchdown. Yes, yes. that's, that's exactly literally what exactly what I was gonna bring up. Me and Big B yeah. were both at that 2017 uh, Week Eight Saints game, where Aaron Jones just he breaks a few uh, tackles here, and then boom, he's off. Um, Makes me so happy. Yeah, like. I was literally just about to bring that up, and I was like, oh, I don't want to interrupt him. I was about to say we saw it before, but, like, yeah, yeah, great. And we even told Aaron Jones, this wonderful guy right here um, in our Zoom. But uh, that's besides the point. Great play by Aaron Jones there, bringing a lot more energy and hype. Do you think we really had the, the game secured after that? What was the score? 24 to 14. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. 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 I, it's the Lions. I mean, you give a little bit of a little bit of credit to the Lions, but once they're up yeah. ten to over by ten, then it's a little bit. All right, I, I think we got this on lock. Yeah. And I think we all knew uh, this game was pretty much over. Well, the rational fans were still a little bit cautious, but Shannon Sullivan gets a pick six after a phenomenal punt by the weapon J.K. Scott, who apparently allegedly is old enough to have kids. Not sure what's going on with that, but uh, my mind. Yeah. My mind. Great, great pump by JK and then a 
pick six by Shannon Sullivan, a great play for the D train. Uh, and then another phenomenal play by Aaron Jones. And, you know, I feel like Aaron Jones, he had like so many just big plays where I wouldn't say he was really involved in the game as much as we've seen him before. Like there's been games where it's 95% Aaron Jones last year. This game, I feel like it was a balanced mix, but he just had so many big plays that those numbers added up and he got 232 yards total. Um, but there, there was this catch he had late in the third quarter that was absolutely insane. I mean, some of our, our tight end, Bob Tanyan, dropped the pass that was even easier to make, just like that earlier in the game. And then Aaron Jones just goes and does it easily and is probably five inches shorter than Robert Tanyan. Yeah. Um, great catch by Aaron Jones. And I mean, we saw quite a bit of him in the passing game today. Um, do you think, well, answer is pretty obvious, but how much do you think that factors into this offseason when they're working out a contract with Aaron Jones? Well, they're not going to because they're going to re-sign Jamal Williams, dummy. Remember? All right. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not saying, but I'm just saying. All right. Well, to give you credit, we did see quite a bit of Jamal Williams in past game last week. So, I'll give that to you. But, yeah, Aaron Jones, I really – you can draft another fourth-round running back where we got Aaron Jones or Jamal Williams. We got Jamal Williams in the fourth round, our best running back on the team. But uh-huh. I, I really think we got a massive – we struck gold on Aaron Jones. Not only did we get him in the fifth round, but just fact, he's not only a great running back, he's a, a fantastic elite, um, one of the best running backs in the game in all facets of the world. And- and what? And Jamal Williams. And Jamal Williams, yeah, our, our, our fantastic 2017 running back trio or duo. Uh, we forget about Devontae Mays, okay? We don't have to bring him up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or 2016 draft class. But, yeah, Devontae Mays, we'll see. We'll have to see. I mean, I don't really think you can find too many other running backs that can make that catch. Moving on to the fourth and final quarter, Aaron Jones gets another touchdown. It was a shame we didn't see more of Jamal Williams, but do you remember what happens after this Aaron Jones fourth quarter touchdown? Hmm. Let me think. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember. Jamal Williams punches in the two-point conversion because he's the goat to go. Those were the two most important games, uh, the, the two most important points in the game. Would you agree yeah. with that statement? Yep. It was like – as long as we just scored those two points, it doesn't matter what else happened in the game. We just scored those two points with Jamal Williams, and, and that's all that mattered. Yeah. Pretty much. Well, I, I will say this. Uh, it was a pretty good game for Jamal. Um, yeah. Definitely see improvement there, and well, hopefully yeah. we can see that throughout the season. If you, if you stay tuned to my Jamal Williams fan page during the offseason, you would know how good he was in the passing Well, game. you see, I see those videos. I don't I, – I never really watch them. But, um, you know, credit – I'm not sure if he's mad because I'm not keeping up with my Jamal Williams research or, or if I'm just not supporting his Instagram page enough. Yes. <laughs> hey, I, at least I like the videos, all right? That's the least I can do, all right? Yeah, I guess. I guess you like one of ten, you know. <sighs> All right. Okay, ended off um, a pretty boring fourth quarter. We pretty much had this game secured. Tim Boyle laser show. 
the Tim Boyle laser show did lead his team to victory. Now, this is not Aaron Rodgers' team. This is Tim Boyle's team for sure. Um, Bring out A.J. Dillon in there to close off the game. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, And also in the Lions on their last driver, Sean Gary had a great sack. And that's where we're going to kind of transition into um, more of our just wrapping it up uh, segment. Uh, Rashawn Gary, what a phenomenal game for him. Um, You know, time after time, controversy after controversy, uh, disagreement uh, uh, after disagreement, I realize, like, it's really just some rational fans, just like stupid bandwagoners that don't really pay attention. Like, I noticed this with Jordan Love. I noticed this with Rashawn Gary as a bust. I noticed this with the whole 2020 draft. Like, I, I look, we both agree that Jordan Love was not, not our ideal pick, but it's, yeah. it's a different option than what we planned, and it might, it might work. And if it works, it's going to be an insanely good decision, you know? We both agree that Rashawn Gary is not a bust, and it's too early to call someone a bust after one year. So it's just like – and then you look around, you see Corey Banky and Aaron Agler, the, the gods of Packers football, both agreeing with both of that statements. So it's like, who are we arguing with? When every smart, rational, experienced Packers fan understands what's going on, is agreeing with us. So I guess my point is only stupid people think that Rashawn Gary was a bust. And the most people um, that know what they're talking about saw, you know, it's way too early to call Gary a bust. And I think he really proved that today. Massive, massive improvement. He has been the best, the best pass rusher of the Packers for in 2020. I mean, Zedarius has the numbers. Um, he had one a sack last week, but Gary really looks improved. His power, his strength, it looks really good. Uh, just like we saw in Michigan. Um, not that I we were watching his whole career on Michigan, but he, he just look. We don't we don't watch Michigan. Yeah, Wisconsin, baby. Big Big Ten is coming back. That's exciting news. Um, <laughs> I, I think you should really just be my uh, hand translator, you know? Well, I'm just talking like, you're like, yeah, you're, you're just hearing out. You're like, big play. I'm, I'm talking about all this. And you're like, you're just, you're just throwing hands all over the place. But <laughs> what, what did you think of Rashawn Gary, uh, not only this game, but and, and week one? Um, well, like you said, he's very improved. Mm-hmm. Very impressed with him. Um, like everybody said, he was a lot leaner. Don't know what that means, but he's a lot leaner. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm loving what I'm seeing from him. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, definitely affecting the game. And you see him every play, it feels like. You see him getting past maybe the uh, Lions' offensive tackle was just awful. But you really see him in there um, going against Matthew Stafford every play, which you love to see. You yep. can't measure uh, stacks with our, our sacks to everything. Uh, Did you say snacks? No, I no nah. no. We're not talking about Damien or what snacks. Snack. All right, snacks. No, no. All right, yeah. Look, and before anybody says we should offer him a deal, we did. We literally did. But he's had, he has arthritis in his feet, and he doesn't want to play in the cold. You know. Okay, so shut up about your snacks dreams. Right? <laughs> Uh, definitely. Oops. Uh, <laughs> Guess I provoked something. Yeah, you're poking me the wrong way. I don't. 
<laughs> All right. Oh, man. Speaking of defense tackles, uh, we could really tell the difference. Like, Kenny Clark wasn't there. Yeah. Um, and we did see Montrevious Adams going out there with a broken toe. I mean, I don't know. Can, I don't know how much that can hurt you. I mean, I think I got to, for the public's sake, I think we got to know what toe it is. Like, yeah. maybe a pinky hurts more than a big toe. I don't know. This isn't anatomy class. Um, I mean, I mean, if Montrevious wants some help, I mean, I got this right here. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, that's what my dad used to always told me when I would say my finger hurts. And he was like, he left the knife from the kitchen cabinet. Yeah. Grab the knife. Top it off. I, I got pretty frightened. <laughs> they might, maybe that's what they did. Second half, they're like, all right, man. Kingsley yeah. Kiki and Tyler Lancaster aren't doing good. Sit down, close your eyes. Yeah. Game in there. <laughs> All right, so let's end it off with just one point that I saw on Twitter that made me furious. Um, this is oh, not good. Yeah, not a good start. never a good start. Not a good start. I, yeah, when I overreact to, to Twitter threats. Uh, not threats, but just stupid people. So... And we all know the Packers' offense has been electric, and I think we'll talk about that after this, but um, they've been electric these past two games. And somebody has the audacity to say after they score 85 points in two weeks that the Lions and the Vikings aren't even that good. Are you serious? Can you even imagine if the San Francisco 49ers put up 85 points in two weeks? Can you even imagine and I think they even put up 40 points today because it was the Jets you know but yeah. I, I guess I'm being pretty hit up there but can you even imagine if the 49ers Cowboys one of these teams that the media loves to share their cool stats on Instagram you know can you even imagine the reaction like and the Vikings were very well respected until this season you know I still don't get that. Like, I, don't, I still don't get why they were favorite in the NFC North. They were going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. For some weird reason. Like, I don't get it. Like, they're mm-hmm. 0-2 now. Packers and the Chicago Bears are both 2-0. Yeah. Like, something's wrong with this picture. I didn't want to. Apparently, the experts are not experts. Yes. Good point. Okay. Yeah. I, I wouldn't – I didn't want to talk too much trash on the Vikings before uh, week one, but after we – demolish them then it's just like yeah we were right <laughs> you know like they are literally relying on their 14 rookies I don't know how you expect them after getting rid of so many of their star and key players in free agency like they pretty yeah. much got rid of their entire defense yeah exactly and everybody right. expects them to shut everybody out it's just yeah cool. their only star on their defense now is really Harrison Smith Anthony Harris pretty good too Daniel Hunter is on IR so I mean they're awful. Kirk Cousins had a passer rating of 15.9 today. Uh, uh, so, yeah, Lions and the Vikings are bad. But it's like, come on. Like, it's still amazing what they're doing here. Um, and that's a poor excuse. Just because I know, I know people would be freaking out if it was a team the media loves. And let's wrap it up by talking about that Packers offense. And this was a, something I was thinking about all day is, you know, I, I feel like, this is really a year where I'm excited to see a lot more of this team. Obviously, you always want to watch Packers football. But oh, yeah. I, I'm really excited to see over the weeks how we improve. Um, we got a tough matchup coming up this Sunday against the Saints. Yep. Um, just, I'm really interested to see how we improve. Uh, 85 
points, nine touchdowns, over a thousand yards. It's insane right now. Um, but my my biggest point with this is, you know, a team that is scoring eighty five points should not be allowing tw- twenty one and thirty four points uh, to be a very su- a Super Bowl contender. You know. They should, and for the amount of time they have the ball, for the amount of chances they have, they should have scored over 50 in both those games. Um, but yeah, I, I think there is a lot to improve. And what do you th- obviously, there's drops, um, there's some bad play calls. What do you think is the biggest thing to improve on the offense? Offensive side. Um... Well, get Jamal Williams the ball more because every time he scores, it doubles our points. So when it's yeah. a touchdown, it'll be, you know. Like- yeah, the refs are just like, shoot, man. Big B might come up to the NFL offices and kill us. So we'll, we'll just give him the 12. Hey. Remember. <laughs> I swear to God, we're going to get removed from YouTube. Oh, we, we are. We're, we are. <laughs> might have to block that up. Yeah, yeah. Put a sensor over, like make sure you're holding a rubber duck. But yeah, yeah. But seriously, but seriously, um, probably the drops. I mean, everything else has been spectacular. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much the biggest problem on the offense right now is the drops. Yeah, and what do you think is so different, really? Of because last year our offense was pretty atrocious. What do you think is the difference, really, from this this year from 2019? Ooh, I know. I know Nagler's gonna disagree with me, but the tempo, <laughs> kind of, you know, like the mo- like, what is yeah. that word? I don't know, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But the tempo, the driving, the scoring, the points, like mm-hmm. the more consistency, more consistency, like everything yeah. just a lot more better than last year, minus mm-hmm. the drop side of. Yeah, I guess I do, but mm-hmm. yeah. It's a lot more touched up, and definitely yeah. being year two in the floor system, getting Rodgers used to it, it definitely benefits us. Um, and we'll hopefully see Rodgers improve over these next 16 weeks. And I, that's, again, I'm really excited. I think everyone's really going to improve. You can see the improvement over the offseason. But I really think everyone, including mostly MVS, over the season should really improve. Yeah. So other than that, I think we got some – really exciting games to look forward to a really exciting team we have on our hands right now um and once again i'll say it again i said this last week and i hate i hate to make predictions i hate (laughs) predictions and i hate to make early mvp predictions in week two but aaron Rodgers made a good second step pick six patriots just saying (laughs) Just saying. Sorry, sorry. Get back to what you're saying. Aaron Rodgers made a good second step to win 2020 MVP. I'm just saying. But other than that, that's going to wrap it up. Not like you at all. That you. Wow. I I really want it. I really want it. All right. (laughs) I know. Me too. I really want it. Like something I will die for. Yep. That's going to wrap up episode 22 of the Underage Packers podcast. Uh, we hope you enjoy. Oh, and by the way, I have to say about our name. Aaron, we got in a little bit of trouble with Aaron Nagler. The, the underage only has one implication, and it's in our logo. All right? So, so don't take it any other way. All right? Thanks for listening. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. 
head over to our website, head over to our YouTube because we are producing a ton of content over there. Thanks for watching. Go Pack Go.